Hello, and welcome to Sober Grind Podcast, where we help you better understand addiction, recovery, and how to have an awesome life while being sober. My name is Austin, and I'm the co-host along with my partner, Pesh. Today's episode, we're going to jump in and discuss cell phones, social media, and how they can actually enable drug addiction. So sit back, relax, and we truly hope that you enjoy today's episode. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Let's jump into it. So okay. welcome back to the Sober Grind, everyone. Welcome, We're so welcome. excited to be doing this again, kicking this uh, this off second week in a row, keeping the momentum Howdy, going. Capri. As always, I'm, my name is Austin Armstrong, joined by my Pej. co-host, Peggy Pej and Peggy the Pej. Funky Pudgy Pej and the Prince Bunch. <laughs> so... Today's topic, what are we talking about, Pesh? Today's topic is we are talking about social media and cell phones and how they can be dangerous and enabling people with their addictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought, yeah. right? Who would have thought that this would happen? Social media. So we're not talking about social media and cell phone addiction per se, but... Not per se. Hi, David. Not, not, not per se. We're not talking about people that are addicted to social media and their cell phones. Although that's a whole other topic for themselves. We're talking about social media and cell phones and how they can enable people's addictions. Yes. Yes. So let's jump into it. So what are, let's Let's start with, let's talk about cell phones first. Just having a cell phone, uh, all of the things that that enables. What are some of your thoughts on how that actually can enable drug addiction? Okay, so, I mean, back in the day, back in my day, I've become, like, ancient all of a sudden, but there used to be a time when people would often depend on, um, if they were out in public, like you were driving a car and you didn't have cell phones, we, this is before pagers even, right? Pagers kind of became a little tool yeah. for people that were trying to, to, uh, to, to <clears throat> get things for their addiction. But we'd pull over, we'd have to use a payphone. A lot of times we'd use payphones, and we would um, call people, like the drug dealer, or call people to go over to their house and get certain things and get certain things done. And so that's how we got by. These days, it's more easily convenient. People have cell phones. Cell phones are, um, you know, they're, they're at our disposal. They're in our hands. They're in our pockets. They're in our cars. So we can use them to get things. We can do, call dealers. We could, uh, a lot of kids mm-hmm. are getting uh, cell phones these days. Parents give their kids cell phones um, and pay for their bills and all that. And then they're not thinking that the kid, they're thinking like, I'm, I'm giving this to my kids so that I can get a hold of the kid. They're not thinking about how the kid is actually could possibly take advantage of the cell phone and do bad things with it. What are those bad things you ask? Do tell. So, I mean, a lot of kids, a lot of kids these days think because in some states marijuana is legalized that, um, that they mm. have the right to um, to be able to Go to a dispensary or order it on social media. And, you know, it's, it's funny. Before I get into this, I want to say this. The other day, I posted something. It was um, from, this, uh, from this app called Let Go, showing how people are actually obtaining drugs on there because there's certain code names for on drugs. Go. On Let Go? Really? And it's not I mean, wow. it's new. This has been happening for a while. I think there's the more apps that come out for people that are trying to sell, like, marketable things, mm-hmm. Um, the more you'll see this, but I mean, yeah. it's been going on in Craigslist for a long time too. Craigslist, uh, yeah. you could get um, there was prostitution going on on Let Go. I mean, on on sorry, on Craigslist. So 
uh, drugs were readily available. Yeah. I think about six, seven years ago, I, was, I had a house up in LA where some kid was trying to jump on his laptop and, and get on there to, uh, he was ordering um, H tar roof, t roofing tar from a company uh, to have delivered to the house. Now, since when do roofing companies deliver tar to like, right. when I, so I saw this kid, like he was really trying to get to his computer so that he could do that. When I caught him in the process of it, uh, I had him come clean and tell me like what it was all about. And he said that, well, he was going to have some heroin delivered to the house. So that's what like, this has been going on. It's nothing new. Like for the person that's actually either caught someone in the act of doing this or people that have used these tools to be able to score and pick up, people are doing it. You know, they, they know. But a lot of people, I got criticized the other day by some people that are like, nobody ever knew about it. Like, we never knew about this. Why are you broadcasting this stuff? Why are you talking about this stuff? And in reality, this isn't for the people. This isn't for like an addict who's on the fence with recovery to be able to learn new methods. An addict will learn how to find drugs, right? Like way, yeah. way, way, way back in the day, they used to actually have delivery systems where you would call somebody on a regular telephone and they would deliver drugs to you. I knew some of these people. I knew them very well, very closely. And they would come to your house, they deliver whatever you wanted, you tell them over the phone what you wanted. Now, these days, it's like uh, at your disposal, right, right in your hand, you just click something, you choose what you want, and they'll deliver it to you. So this is bad. You know, like a lot of kids that are in high school right now think that because weed is legal, even though it's not legal in most states uh, for 21, it's legal for 21 and over, for under 21, people um, will go on weed maps. There's an actual app called Weed Maps. Yeah. And they'll, they'll deliver, you know, have different types of de weed delivered to them. Back in the day, we didn't have those things, but, you know, we would somehow get different flavors of marijuana, different types of potency, all this, that, and the other. These days, everything is made more convenient for the practicing addict or alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Questions, comments? Yeah, so Aaron, for everyone watching in, too. One of the hardest, most important things I did in early recovery. Uh, hold on, what does he say? Over time in recovery, this has helped to easily cut negative people out of my social media. I respect what Aaron says. You know, uh, in early recovery, the best thing to do is to get rid of all your so-called old friends using buddies, right? It's good to delete yeah. them, you know? Why can't why have the connection when you can, can carry the when you continue to carry the connection with those people? It might be a reservation within itself. Mm -hmm. If anyone would like to share their experience on how uh, social media or Hi, uh, cell phones have enabled uh, your addiction as well, we'd love to hear those as well, so we can positively spread that uh, that experience to other people. Yeah. Uh, but let's keep going with I wanna, it. I so, want to talk about something. That's something that's very important here. Yeah. Um, so when I put that post out the other day, I had a guy come on there and he was trying to kind of go at me and tell me that what I was doing was wrong on all levels. And being that I looked at his what post, and I noticed, it was a post about um, how uh, it was about let go and how people on the let go app were oh. posting things. Like, See, this is the it? first I've, I've heard about it. That's crazy. Okay, so but like it doesn't spread. Code, there's code names for drugs, like like methamphetamine. Yeah. They call that Tina. It's been called Tina for a decade, right? So it's like you know, crystal methamphetamine, Christina, Christina, Tina for short. So on the streets, like they'll call meth Tina, or they'll call uh, heroin like H or tar or 
there's all different yeah. words, you know, on the East Coast, I believe they call it horse. And so a lot of different people call these things different names. So on Let Go, when you look at the app, like if you look up and you see that it says uh, Tina Turner tickets, that's actually code for you hit me up, I got crystal meth for you, right? So if the guy's selling wow. tickets or like a jar of tar, then he's a, he's a heroin and a meth dealer. So this guy came at me the other day and he was like, tell me all this stuff about how, you know, this is all kind of like on all different levels. This is wrong because the addict that's watching this stuff might get ideas. And I'm thinking the addict that's watching this stuff, is he, if he's an active addiction, he, he's, he's probably already knows about this stuff. And an addict that's in recovery that's watching this stuff is, you know, if you really are taking recovery seriously, then this stuff shouldn't be appealing to you. This should just be like your old life. And this is what you don't want to be doing. However, when I'm posting this stuff, there's a lot of parents out there that have their kids with cell phones that are paying for their cell phones, paying for their data, paying for their apps. And these kids are downloading apps that they're, they're basically using, taking advantage of their parents' uh, privilege of giving them a phone to be able to get a hold of them, you know, and, and they're going on social media and they're you know, going on weed maps or they're going on all these different sites. And they're now using these apps that their parents are paying for to be able to have like fentanyl or heroin or meth and all these different types of drugs delivered to them. And if they get their allowance money, which they don't have any rent to pay, they don't have any bills to pay. So they take their allowance money and what kind of, you know, what kid that's doing meth is really gonna wanna use that allowance money for anything more than getting the drugs or a kid that's doing heroin or a kid that's starting to experiment and they're getting Xanax. And as we reported last week, uh, more recently, yeah. a lot of the Xanax that's being distributed, like for example, on Craigslist, isn't really Xanax. It looks like Xanax, but when kids are taking it, it's laced with other things like fentanyl, which is a total killer. It's all kinds of bad. So the internet and, and, and uh, multimedia, social media and, and these types of various outlets are not completely safe. However, they can also be used and utilized in a right way to be able to get the help that you need. Because if you're struggling, you can go on social media and find us, for example, or listen to us and learn in the podcast that we present or other people present what's good and what you know it's all about raising awareness teaching people uh, if i was a parent and i had a kid and i was like if i was paying for a cell phone i'd want to know like what exactly is he doing on that cell phone is he a drug dealer is he buying from a drug dealer these are things that if i'm going to pay for his like for the cell phone i want to know what he's utilizing it for is he really using it to be able to call us to come pick him up from like swim practice or is he behind the school like calling his dealer and, and um you know exchanging money for drugs. Yeah, I, I'm so happy you brought that up. And it, it's such a good point. Uh, and it, you know, look what, really look what Jennifer just said right there. Jennifer Turner says, I have videos of dealers meeting addicts and sober living uh, homes in Orange County. I would love for you to show me some of those videos. That, that's, mm. and look, she also said black roofing tar. So again, that goes back to, that's one of the code words, uh, black roofing tar. Carrie Lagarde says, snow lift tickets so these are like that's all another good word on social media yeah. for that are hidden for you know for people to be able to buy drugs carrie says hi page <laughs> hi carrie <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is why we're doing this this podcast folks it's it's purely education it's to help you it's to help the parent it's to help the loved one if you're seeking if you're in active addiction you're going to find drugs you're going to find it regardless whether you know these specific code words or not you have your way of of getting that but right. so many of these 
you know, just now in this podcast is the first time that I have ever heard of these things. And I'm yeah. going to assume that it's the first time that parents uh, and other people have heard a lot about these things as well. So it's, it's important to monitor uh, your, your kids and, and your loved one's cell phones if you, if you even suspect that there's something like this going on. Uh, because there's just code Absolutely. words there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with parents knowing exactly what their kids are up to. I, I, I got to say this. Like, you know what I've more recently noticed is that there's some parents that know that their kids have misused their smartphones for, for many different reasons. Some of them are pr promiscuity. Like when they're using it on um, yeah. Instagram, like uh, they're young well, kids Snapchat. that are trying to pick up people, the people, kids that are like getting on Tinder or or people that are bullying yeah. on like cyberbullying. A lot of parents yeah. they've resorted to is going going back to getting their kids flip phones, to actually just getting them the, yeah. a phone that's intended for one sole purpose, calling on the yeah. phone. You know, not being on the phone, like looking, you know, daydreaming or not paying attention to class or, or using it for all the wrong reasons. Not to say that a flip phone can't be used to, to uh, obtain drugs because you can still call a person. But regardless, you know, right now, a lot of parents are totally opposed to their kids being engulfed in their phones for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. And, you know, this is probably a little hypocritical from me because I, I did have a, a smartphone growing up. Uh, that my uh, parents and grandparents paid for. Uh, but, you know, if you're paying for it, you have the decision uh, to, you know, make that that choice if you want them to have a flip phone or not. And it, it also is potentially good incentive for them that if they would like to uh, have a smartphone, you know, maybe they can uh, work for it, mm -hmm. uh, earn the money, save the money, and then they can buy that phone themselves so that it's theirs. Right. You know what I've also yeah. noticed? What's cool is that obviously there's parental, um, there's um, certain yes. platforms that where you can monitor what your kids are looking at. You know, mm -hmm. and why not? Why shouldn't you be able to see if your kids like downloaded the Weed Maps app? He's 16 years old. Why is he going and scoring weed and coming and smoking it at your house? So you're basically harboring an addict in the making, perhaps. You know, yeah. or even like through some cable TV. I, I have Cox Cable, and uh, one of the homes that I run. I get to see who's on the internet and what they're looking at. That's really a handy tool. Like I want to see if they're selling for, for drugs and things like that, you know? Yeah. So awesome. Let's keep this going. Uh, if anyone uh, watching right now or, or listening afterwards, if you have any questions about this topic, about how social media or, or cell phones can enable uh, drug addiction, please feel free to let us know. If you'd like to share any of your experiences uh, let us know as well. Leave some comments. Look right We'd there. Love uh, to uh, highlight he, Aaron, Aaron Spar wrote Roxy board shorts, size 30. What do you think that means? Yeah. Uh -huh. What do you think it means? Tell me what you think it means. 30 milligram Roxy's. That's right. And then right here, <laughs> That's an easy one. flocking <laughs> for your Christmas tree is a huge one, especially around Christmas holiday season. See that like addicts are creative. Like when they want to sell their drugs, there's a meaning behind what they do. Uh, or what they put out there and, and, and in order to, to draw people in or to know if you know this lingo, if you know this code, then it's not hard to find. You go on Google and just type in code names for drugs. You'll find that stuff or code names yeah. for drugs on, on online sources. So ladders for sale. I wonder what that one means. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, what yeah. does ladders stand uh, for? Something that elevates you perhaps? Some kind of stimulus right. perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, if you have any other this podcast, he's on every week. 
Jack Motley's, you know, the, one of the founders of SEC, or he's been a, yes. part of SEC for a long time. Great man. Great man has, has helped countless people. I love when the old school, old timers t tune in and they see that we are, they have paved the way for us to continue to carry the message of hope. Look, she says, I love it. I haven't, uh, Jack, if you're in here, Jack, if you're in like here, that. I haven't met you uh, personally, uh, but I've only heard great things. Uh, so the legend of, of Jack Motley lives on. Um, right. Let's keep going. Let's pivot over to social media a little bit. So this is a topic that we have uh, discussed a little bit in the past, uh, mostly about how it can be a helpful resource with all of the great um, recovery-oriented groups and, and pages, sure. much like uh, um, everything that we're doing with, uh, with Sober Grind as well as Beginnings Treatment Centers. But let's talk about some of the, the negative aspects. So uh, parents and, and other people know uh, as well. And if anyone's listening or watching as well, let us know some of yeah. your um, experiences with this. But Pej, go ahead. What are some some things that you've seen as, as far as social media? And it doesn't just have to be Facebook. It can be uh, YouTube or Snapchat or, or TikTok now or are we talking you know, about any, any uh, platform. Right now? Are we talking about positive or negative? Talking about, talking about negative. So how, how have you seen social media in particular lead or enable drug addiction? Well, you know, I, I think we've talked plenty about how, look, there's people on YouTube. Uh, there's YouTube can be utilized in, in, for many different benefits and also for a lot of negative learnings, right? I see that Bill Wall just wrote, you could have a great discussion about how technology enables recovery as well. Absolutely. You know, and what we were thinking about, Absolutely. Let, me tell, let me put it to you this way. For one, um, we've already gone over the apps, right? For two, like we, there's on YouTube, it shows you how to do drugs. Like, so if somebody types in, like, how do you smoke meth or how do you shoot heroin? It's all there, right? So this is very, like any curious child or any kid may actually, like, well, how do you look when you're on drugs, right? I'll, or here, like, yeah. let us show you how to commit suicide. They, they, do, they do these things, right? So that's, it's all, that's very negative. Now, I, I don't really want to, yeah. now we've, we've talked about that. And I, and I, people will get curious. But ever since I first got the internet and I started to learn that you could Google your own name, you go and you look at yourself and you see, like, oh my God, all this stuff is out there. Like everything, <laughs> information, you know, highways like everybody knows everything and they so there's so many and it's not always all true but there's a lot of reasons why it can be very negative you know what one of the things that i see that's very negative about phones in general is like when people are in treatment like the number one thing that they're fixated and focused on when they do well, they want to do anything but recovery is get to their phone because if they get to their phone mm -hmm. they will utilize that phone for many all the wrong reasons a phone can have their credit card history can have their debit card history. It can, it can help them uh, be able to go out and use it like, money-wise. It it, you can call people. You can get people to come and get you somewhere to another place. It can help you get into a motel room. It can help you score drugs. Like, all these different, you know, so they're fixated on just getting to the phone. The second you take the phone away from them, they become desperate. They scurry. They don't know what exactly to do. So they're running around just like saying, I want my phone. I want my phone. I want my phone. You take the phone away everything changes. They depend, it's not even a phone addiction, it's the addiction of what they can get out of the phone, right? So that's very sure. bad. And, and so social media, phone, all that stuff. Right? So, but as far as what Bill said, and I really like this, is that 
The positive things that I see that social media can be work for, used for is um, mothers against addicts or mothers against addiction. Like I'm, people always add me to a lot of different groups yeah. on a national level. And often, you know, I can't keep up with all of them, but I noticed that the more that there's those type of groups out there, the more awareness that can be spread. We can talk to people that are struggling. We can talk to people that have lost their kids or their loved ones to addiction. We can talk to them amongst each other. We can talk about how we help each other heal, how we grieve together, or how we prevent from our other kids from, from falling down and, and getting into heavy drugs. Or what do we do to prevent them to continue on? You know, so it can be used in, in many different positive and negative ways. I, I believe social media has a lot of its perks and it can be used positively. But obviously, like we knew in the very beginning when this was all unfolding and we're seeing it now, how it can be, be used negatively too. It's up to the individual, right? Yeah. I admire uh, people, I admire people that, that often will say, I'm taking a break from social media for a while because uh, try to put your phone away for a day and go and live a regular life and just go throughout life and just be with the world as it used to be before we had all of these distractions. Social media is a major, major distraction. There's people that, I mean, negatively can even be used negatively for dating, right? Like a lot of people, sure. they get addicted to swiping right, swiping right, swiping right. And then they find some person online, they go out and date that person. They may be rejected. Something beautiful may come out of it. They might uh, gain a restraining order. They might uh, have a homicidal attempt uh, both yeah. on themselves or to them. All these different things can come out of it. So it can definitely, there can be some negative downfalls. It can ruin your self-esteem. It can make you very sad of not being who you want to be. Someone's knocking on this door. I think we need to check out. <laughs> okay let's let's wind down here uh let, i want to uh highlight jennifer's comment here of uh, uh venmo to dealer for poaching from rehab and interrupting care uh my cat's going crazy in the back here um yeah i mean there's so many different cash apps and uh so many different ones to pay attention to yes it's crazy there's, there's a million different apps and just to uh, follow up on, on Pez, your last point there is that, you know, sometimes we don't even realize that it's an addiction until we try and take it away. So mm -hmm. if, if, you know, just leave the house uh, without your cell phone purposely, and then, you know, we all get those like phantom vibrations in our in our uh, in our pockets thinking we have a, a new notification when there's nothing there. And even if there's not a phone in your pocket, it's still kind of you think there's something going on there. That's so right. it's it's. It's very addictive, and it's it absolutely is a strategy, or uh, yeah, uh, distraction. Uh, yeah. One more comment here, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, Carrie says, in my opinion, getting the word out, spreading the word through any and all aspects is far more powerful and effective than harboring the ins and outs of the different avenues addicts take to acquire. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, ignorance yep. is bliss does not apply in this domain. We must combat the ignorance that is unfortunately too fluent in the addiction realm. Very right. well we said. Wake up, man. We need to we need to use these platforms, any kind of social media, to to put the word out there. Because the reality of it is, is that people are using heavy, heavy, heavy drugs, drugs that are killers, and we need to be able to let people know um, what's out there, how easily accessible it is, how people use social media to get some of this stuff. I mean, come on, fentanyl's in all, the, all 50 states and people are buying it online. So people need to wake up, like truly wake up and know about this stuff. We got to use this stuff effectively and let people know 
you know, what, how we can prevent more deaths from happening. If we get the word out, people learn. When people learn, you know, knowledge is key for people to, to know what we're up against. So well said, Pej. Thank you, everyone. So if you'd like to help our mission of spreading positivity, spreading awareness about recovery, uh, feel free to share this podcast, share this video uh, with someone that you think it would positively impact their life. That means the world. It helps us grow. And if you would be so kind as to help us with a review on iTunes, we would love to know how we're doing. Let us know how we can improve Write a review. Podcast. Write a review, please, please. And lastly, uh, if you or anyone you know need help with addiction uh, or recovery, you can always reach out to Pej. You can reach out to me. You can send him a, a message on Facebook, or you can email him at Pej at uh, P-E-J uh, -E at beginningstreatment.com. You can also call Beginnings Treatment 24-7 uh, just to talk to someone, just to get some help, just to get some answers uh, at 800-387-6907. We create a ton of amazing resources on there. There's never any pressure. Uh, we just want to help. That's all we want to do. That's right. So, we'll Pej, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Sober Grind out.